welcome back to the How to Podcast series. It's Dave. Glad to be with you again. Episode 135, when we're talking about ego in podcasting, not ego, ego, <laughs> and how ego metrics can derail your podcast. Let's grab a ladder and get over ourselves here on the podcast. And I was reading a quote, and I loved it. It says, dissolve your ego before it dissolves yourself. Let's talk ego here on the How to Podcast series. Here we go. So, Dave, I want a million downloads by the end of the week so that I know I'm doing a good job with my podcast. I want to get sponsors. I want to make money. I want people to know who I am around the world. I want to be famous through my podcast. Does that sound like you? Does that sound like a podcaster you know of? Can be a little bit dangerous, a little bit of a slippery slope when we focus in on our ego metrics. What are ego metrics, Dave? That is the metrics, the listens, the downloads, all of the things that stroke our ego and become an adrenaline hit for us happens with social media. People with a big following on TikTok or a big following on Twitter X or Twix, whatever it's called now, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, YouTube, wanting those big numbers, wanting all of the accolades for all of the milestones you've hit. It's good to have goals. It's good to have focus. It's good to want to grow your show. Obviously, you want to grow past one person listening to our podcast. We all want to grow, but when the numbers and the ego metrics become the main focus, I think we're no longer talking to the audience. We're talking to a number. We're talking to a stat. We're talking to a metric, a performance level. Losing sight of the audience and speaking towards the numbers. And the one thing about ego metrics is that there's really no end in sight. We Start with one listener and we want to get to 10. We get to 10, we want 20, we want 50, we want 100, we want 1,000. And every time we hit those milestones, we just want the next milestone. There's not a lot of celebration, there's not a lot of recognition, and there's not a lot of engagement because we're just focused on the next number instead of the people that are there on a regular basis listening to us and being a part of our world. Where do you fit in with this? How important is it for you to hit a number? What are your ego metrics? And as we kind of go through this and talk about this today, I really want you to think and to have a real hard conversation with yourself about what what you're doing and why you're doing it. Why Why is this podcast so important to you as a podcast host? Podcast success metrics. As podcasters, we're all on a quest for success. And that often comes down to numbers. In today's world of digital media, we're inundated with metrics to gauge our performance and compare ourselves to others. We're all familiar with the feeling of admiration, envy, and sometimes even bragging when we see these big numbers. However, there's, there's a catch. Not all metrics are created equal. Some of these numbers might not actually be reflective 
of your podcast's impact, and they can easily be manipulated. In fact, some of the most visible metrics can be the most misleading. When I hear someone say that I'm in the top 1, 2, 3% of podcasts globally, I get nervous because I want to know how that number came to be. And is it real? Is it imagined? Is it forced? So there's stuff to think about when we talk about our ego metrics. We look at our total downloads and our listeners. It's perhaps one of the most visible metrics for podcasters from our side of the microphone. We all want to see our download numbers soar. We put out good content. We're putting our effort in here. We're trying hard. Bringing on great guests. Putting our heart and soul into every episode. It's essential to remember that not all downloads translate into active listeners. I can tell you right now on my phone, I have probably 40 episodes that have been, quote, downloaded, consisting then of a number that's reported back to the host. But I haven't listened to these 40 episodes yet. They're queued up for me when I have time to listen to their shows, but I haven't really listened to their shows. And to be quite honest, there's sometimes where I get overwhelmed and I have more episodes to listen to than I have time and I start deleting them. I didn't listen to your episode, but it counted as a download. Does that mean anything to you? Does that make you happy to know that you got the number, but you didn't get the listen? Nobody heard what you said, but you got the, you got the number, you got the hit. You got something you can measure and go, I did it. I hit a number. But they didn't actually hear your episode, or they heard five seconds of your episode, three minutes of your episode, and they ignored 99% of what you said, but that counted as a stat. Does that mean, does that mean a lot to you that someone got a fraction of your content and you got credit for that? Does that make you feel good? Does that make you want to do the next episode if people are only listening to the very beginning or downloading but never listening and deleting your episode. So these numbers that we all are so passionate about, that we care so deeply about, that people want to pay us to pay them to get us more numbers, what does that really mean to you as an egometric that you hit a number? Great. But did your audience actually listen to your show? Did you connect with them and did they connect with you? What's more important to you when we look at metrics? And that falls into all of our downloads, all of our listens, falls into the bucket of ego metrics. I fall victim to this. I want to see my podcast grow. But how much do I know is a real number, a real listen? You know how I know? Is when someone reaches out to me, tells me a quote from an episode and how that changed them or how that made them motivated to continue with their podcast. That's when I know that the message is connecting. If the messages are connecting with you, howtopodcast.ca, the little speak pipe thing, you can actually click there and leave me a voice message. Let me know I'm on the right track, or let me know when I'm not. I would love to hear from you. Howtopodcast.ca, leave me a message. Total downloads and total listens is an ego metric. And we are all fascinated and fixated on those numbers. I heard one podcaster say, 
just looking at your numbers isn't going to make them grow. I love it. That's true. Focusing on an analytics and focusing on our numbers is not going to grow our audience. Interacting with them will grow our audience. Another thing is we focus a lot on our social media, our followers, and our likes. Many, many, many podcasters strive to grow their social media presence to boost their podcast visibility. However, having a large number of followers or likes doesn't always equate to meaningful engagement or influence. These numbers can be padded and algorithms may limit the reach of your content, especially on Facebook for now, where you have to pay to play. You have to pay to get your content in front of people. That doesn't feel right to me. And for the most part, the followers that are on social media, they might not even listen to podcasts at all. And if that's all you do is spend your time there trying to grow your numbers around your podcast, you might be speaking to nobody at times. So keep that in mind when we look at social media. Again, I tell everybody, I'm a podcaster that has social media. I'm not a social media person that has a podcast. There's a difference there. And when I listen to some of these podcasts out there that tell us that we need to focus on seven to 10 times a day, we're posting seven days a week, we're feeding the algorithm, we're feeding the hamster wheel. That's not me. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in making podcasts. That's why I'm a podcaster. I'm not a social media person. I'm a podcaster. And that's why I'm here. Engagement metrics are like comments, shares, ratings, reviews on our podcast can provide insights into how our our audience is interacting with our content, but they can still be misleading if they don't result in real engagement or meaningful discussions. What does it mean to you if you were an author, you wrote a book, you put it online to sell it, and somebody left you a review, but they never read your book, they never bought it, but they left you a nice review. Great book, great author. How is that going to help you as an author? Really, they didn't even buy your book, but they left you a review. Does that help? Maybe, but does it? The other thing we talk about is subscriber counts. Similar to social media follows, having a high subscriber count on your podcast platform might look impressive, but it doesn't necessarily mean those subscribers actively engage with your episodes. So what metrics truly matter for podcasters? While these vanity metrics, we talk about these ego metrics might make us feel good temporarily, they don't always reflect the podcast's real true impact. What really matters are metrics that align your podcast with the goals that you have. The goals that include listener engagement. Pay attention to metrics that indicate engagement, such as comments, reviews, discussions sparked by episodes, voice messages, like I mentioned with SpeakPipe on my website. These show that your content resonates with your audience. Ask for these types of feedback. It's really important to have an email, a voicemail, social media comments. Interaction is more important than a number on a screen. Also look at your download trends. Instead of fixating on 
the total download numbers, focus on the trends and the patterns that you see in your download stats. Are your downloads consistently increasing or do they fluctuate? Are they on a decline? You can kind of get a sense based on the regular release of regular episodes to your con- of your content to your listeners how you're doing. What I love to do is look at my last seven days or from the time I posted my last episode to my next episode. What is the trend? Is my listenership going up? Is it the same? Is it declining? Focus on yourself. Another podcaster said, podcasting stats are like golf. You just want to be better than the last time you played. You want your next episode to be better than this one. You want more engagement on your next episode than this current episode. Keep moving the ball forward every time. And if something's not working, pivot, change, reorganize, refocus, and come out with a better way, a better and more effective content. You need to be watching your trends. Audience retention is another one. Look at how long your listeners stay engaged during an episode. High retention rates indicate that your content is compelling and keeps people tuned in. And then do things in your podcast. If you have an interview podcast, what I'm doing on Living the Next Chapter is I save a question for the very, very, very end of my podcast. Because I know that people will drop off beginning, middle, near the end. And the moment I say the magic words, hey, guest, tell us where we can find you. Where are you most active on social media? What's your website? Where do we go? A lot of people see that as a trigger, as an indicator that the podcast is over. Time to go. So what I do is I say to my guests, before I ask my last question, because I really want to know what your thoughts are on this, where do we find you? Where's your social media? How do we connect? And then what it does to my audience is they're like, oh, Dave did the thing. Now I'm going to have to sit and wait to hear what the, what the, mo- what that question is that Dave saved for the very end. It's a great way to keep people to stick around. And I'm seeing my retention rates go up for sticking around longer in my podcast, just by doing a little thing like that at the end of your show. Try it. And then look at your numbers and see if it's different. Give it a try. Also look at your conversion metrics. If your podcast is part of a larger strategy, such as promoting a product you sell or a service that you offer, track to see if people are responding to the thing that you're offering. If you're a coach and you're getting more coach coaching calls because of your podcast, that's probably more important than a bunch of listeners who never interact with you. If you're selling more books, because of your podcast. If people are reaching out to you and booking you to speak at events, that's a great indication that your podcast is connecting with your audience. Are listeners taking the desired actions after hearing your podcast? That's all about your call to action. Also get listener feedback. Don't underestimate the value of direct feedback, good and bad, from your audience. It can provide insights into what's working and what needs improvement. Here's my big takeaway for you when we talk about ego metrics is we need to use metrics wisely. Metrics can be a double-edged sword. On one hand, they can provide social proof and credibility 
when pitching your podcast to potential guests or sponsors. However, it is essential to let your content speak for itself and avoid overemphasizing the numbers when promoting your podcast. When While metrics can be a real valuable tool for measuring podcast success, it's crucial to focus on the, the ones that truly matter for your goals. I think as podcasters, content creators, we need a real dose of humility. We need to be smart in our approach and prioritize the metrics that matter, the metrics that reflect our podcast's real impact. If one person's life was changed by your podcast, and it only happened once, but someone's life is completely different because of a podcast episode you put out into the world, would that be enough for you? Would it be enough for you to know that happened? That had you not made that episode, that person's life would not have changed. You're like, well, Dave, that's one person. I want to reach thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Right. So do I. But never overlook the one person who reaches out to you and says, Dave, because of your podcast, I now help people learn English. Dave, thank you for your podcast. Because of your podcast, I now have a small business that I can earn money to put food on the table for my children. Dave, thank you for your podcast. You gave me the confidence to record and share my story. Thank you, Dave, for your podcast, because now I can sell more of my books and get my message out. I am now guest speaking on stages because of my podcast, Dave. There's a lot of great things that go along with listenership of our podcast. Let's not fall into the trap that numbers are the only thing that matter. And let's build out our audience one listener at a time. They need to know that we care about them. And you need to show that in every episode. So when we look at our ego metrics and you get into these Facebook groups and people are throwing around numbers, I want you to take a step back and go, what matters to me right now for my show? What is my goal? What's my target? When you hit the target, celebrate. Keep adding to your target. Keep growing. But never forget the fact that each listen, true listen, of someone who interacts with your content is meaningful and important. Take your podcast seriously and put your heart into every episode. Show up, and they'll show up. If you're interested in more, I would love to talk to you. HowToPodcast.ca is my website. Would love to meet with you. I have on my website right now through Buy Me a Coffee, you can actually book time with me in my calendar for a one-on-one. -on -one. And I appreciate the donation because that money will go towards my hosting fees and buying my wife flowers <laughs> and coffee. Uh, and I just want to have time with you. So if that works for you, reach out through howtopodcast.ca. You'll see all the links right there. I would love to meet with you, chat with you, and see how we can work together in the future. 
Take care. Lots of great episodes coming up. Thank you for being here for episode 135. More episodes coming soon. Appreciate you. Take care.